news, commentary, technology, preparedness, and pop culture. From Nashville, Tennessee, the home of hot chicken. I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one. And I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian. We will explore today's issues with opposing viewpoints. And sometimes feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We may see things differently. But in the end, this is... Still Still love love you, bro. bro. Buddy in the end. But yeah, we're going to mess up the intro every time. I know. That's what makes it unique. Yeah. That's that's the, that's the hook the show has. That's it right there. It's a very intro. We could intro. never, uh, you know, if we, I think it would lose a little bit of flair if we like, you know, pre-recorded and just played a track or something at the beginning. Yeah. People would be expecting me to stumble words. And we just become robots at that point. But hey, at least we could, right. you know, we could uh, talk about something in, behind it before we get started. Sure. Well, this has been an interesting week. I, I saw, I don't know, this doesn't fit in, but it struck me. Um, Pat Sajak, the host of Wheel of Fortune, um, he lost his longtime family dog, Stella. It was really Oh, no. Really sad. I thought you were about to tell me that he passed away. I know that no. he was battling, um, He's is he still battling cancer? I heard that, but I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I thought he was. So. Yeah, well, that's, that's fortunate that, that he is not, um, he's not lost his battle, and hopefully yeah. he doesn't. But it's hard to lose an animal. I agree. I'm not. I'm not trying to diminish that, but it definitely is. You had me on the edge for a second because I was like, "Oh no, that's not good." Yes. And and one last thing. Um, this will make a lot of people happy. The Biden administration has overturned the Trump ban on TikTok, um, which originally, <laughs> after it after it came out, it faced a series of legal challenges and it never really came to play. But what will happen now is the U.S. Department of Commerce is charged with reviewing apps that are developed in countries that are quote in the jurisdiction of a foreign adversary. And they'll ensure that, and it did say such as China, um, but they'll ensure it doesn't pose a risk to the U S national security and then allow them. So essentially not a ban that the Biden administration has brought, but it's a, we'll check your app first to make sure you're not stealing Americans data. I don't even trust that. And, and solely because China bans Facebook, YouTube, um, Google, it bans, um, Twitter. I mean, they ban all of the stuff that we make, yeah. but they get really angry when we ban the one thing that they make that was popular. Well, here's what's going to happen. I think if there is a foreign adversary such as China who, you know, has a, has a United States contact, maybe they have a contact on the inside, they could get apps approved. You know, how do you, how do you vet that? Like, how do you know that if, 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 if maybe the NSA is spying on people and they make a deal with China to say, hey, we'll approve this app, it's spying, but you share the data with us. Yeah, and, and that's totally possible. I really think that um, a lot of the people in the current administration have those you know, secretive backdoor ties. Um, it's not going to be surprising to me if this is just some sort of corrupt way of saying, oh, yeah, we let them have our stuff. I still think it's unfair that, you know, uh, China is, gets upset about us blocking their things when they literally block every American resource so that they can regulate their people's thoughts. Right. Um, but that's a whole nother story. I, actually, you know what? No, it's not because like two of the articles that I'm talking about today um, have to do with China or a China related thing. Oh, so this is a Chinese based episode. Apparently. Um, don't do expect have? me to start speaking uh, Mandarin though. I don't, <laughs> not that, that, not that intelligent. Um well, it's not good news, I don't think. And uh, I kind of got disappointed when I saw this. Um, it's about the time in the world where a major conflict is is looming. Something is going to happen. And I think anybody who knows a lot of the details on what's going on 
uh, with China versus the U.S. as far as the cyber attacks, as far as the coronavirus, all those other things, it's pretty clear that I think the next conflict is going to be with China. And, you know, we've got, they have motive. They want to take over Taiwan. We believe Taiwan is independent. Um, they want they want to uh, beat us out as far as the world's uh, economic, like economic power wise. You know, they've been taking industry or taking industry. They've been received, they, they've been, industry has been moving to China for a long time and they're trying to capitalize on that. And the United States obviously doesn't like that. There's a lot of motives uh, for these two superpowers to go to war. And um, apparently the United States military thinks that too, um, because the United States Air Force has been uh, distributing their uh, warplanes across the the Pacific lately. Um, They're trying to make sure that they are able to launch fighters towards a certain nation um, if necessary to defend against uh, attacks or missiles or ballistic missiles or stuff like that. So um, good grief. Yeah, I know it's, it unfortunately is starting to ramp up and considering I, I honestly, um, I really believe that we have been at war as far as cyber warfare with China for several years now, and it is really starting to ramp up. Um, and obviously I'm sure Russia is partly involved. They're kind of a, a haven for hackers that attack the United States right now. Um, but I, I, it has to be, uh, a Chinese state run, um, uh, hacking organization that is doing a lot of these, uh, things. Cause you know, you think about it. I remember when we had some sort of hack come out and it was like hacking the DNC. It was like the last, not the previous election, but the one before that, and there was a big controversy about how the the DNC had been hacked, and that there was um, there was a tool. The tool that was used was a. It was stolen from the NSA. Yeah, well, it was all, it, apparently they had left little breadcrumbs that signified to them that this was a Russian adversary, and and um, I was kind of skeptical about that because uh, the tool that they used, like you said, was stolen from the NSA, but it is it is readily available online if you know yeah. where to look. And it could have been anybody by saying that this was a you know a, a Russian hacker. I mean, you really think that they would leave little breadcrumbs on a random server to say, "Hey, you know, we're Russia." <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds like a plant. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And so a lot of this stuff that's happening right now, where it's saying, "Oh, yes, it's this group, um, are evil or something like that." I mean, can you get any more plant than that? Wow, and <laughs> are the sad evil. Thing- virtual cyber warfare will eventually become uh, real like in-person warfare. The prime example, if somebody set Russia up for that and, you know, for example, shut down the nation's power grid, you know, those things will lead to physical war. It's very possible. Yeah. And we just had a recent cyber attack that I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about um, the one on the meat packing plant. Uh, This uh, cyber attack is obviously another blow uh, to our uh, infrastructure, in my opinion, you know, we had the the pipeline attack. Um, the New York City um, subway system got hacked recently as well, and now we what have. What did they do? Did they like shut down the trains? I don't think it was. Re- I don't believe that it was related to the control systems for the trains. Thankfully, uh, they came out and they said that it would not affect consumers. It was not dangerous to people. I mean, who knows how far these hackers got? Sure, um, but I believe it was another ransomware plant, you know, and they're trying to make money off of it. 
the meatpacking plant was another ransomware plant. Um, and in fact, I just heard on the radio on the way to the podcast uh, that the meatpacker, uh, what is it called? Uh, JBS. Um, I think they make, like most of the United States, supply of pork. Um, they paid $11 million to these oh ransomware my gosh. Um, Fueling people. the fire. Yeah, just making it more common. I mean, how did we not learn this from the pipeline? They paid the pi- the pipeline paid, and now this meat packer is paid. It would have been cheaper to had a good security team, but I mean, I'm sure a meat packing company doesn't really think about cybersecurity. No, and you know, I, and I can't speak to their technology. Well, department, I'm sure but- they didn't in the beginnings of their business or in even the mid midterms because they're they didn't know that they were going to become as big as they were. And now they've kind of outgrown their cybersecurity shoes and there's not really much they can do. I'm sure they're going to get a lot better with cybersecurity now because $11 million, even for a giant company is a, is a large loss. Sure. You know, you don't want to just lose $11 million. Um, but you said that it, it is cheaper to have a, a good cybersecurity team. I disagree. Honestly, I really think that the reason this is such a problem is because it's not cheaper to have a good cybersecurity team. It's actually, you know, cheaper just to pay the hackers if it happens. And for these big companies, that is. Now, for little companies, yeah, it is much easier, a lot less hassle to um, have a good cybersecurity uh, person on your side, an MSP or someone who can provide that service. But um, I, I, for these big companies, I think it's obvious they really don't care, and they're just, okay, well, we'll just pay to get our data back. Or they pay for cyber insurance. I think the problem, when you when a company gets so big, you may have a figurehead that is the you know chief information security officer and they have a general idea of the concept of cybersecurity, but there's a lot of people, especially in a big organization below them, that have to turn the wheels and push the buttons and you know click. And and maybe maybe that information is not coming down to them. Maybe they're not spending um, what they should on cybersecurity. Who knows? I mean, I, I see a lot of enterprise companies that get compromised. And I, and I always think, well, you know, did, did you have a firewall? Surely they had a firewall. Did you have policies and procedures in place? You know, who's writing, you know, if they got past your firewall, like who wrote the firewall rules, you know, to let somebody get through. Everyone's got a firewall. I mean, nobody is connected to the internet without a firewall right now. And, and the, but it's it's a tool that has to be set up correctly. Exactly. The distinction is, is it a firewall that is just, you know, come that came with your router from your ISP which most businesses are using their ISP router. They're using the Wi-Fi network that just came with their um, internet service, and they're not segregating things. They're just using that firewall, which I'll be honest, most of the time is not going to be adequate for some of these advanced attacks. If you're a small business, some of these people have been doing this long enough. It's no skin off their back just to break into your router and 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 then uh, actually get in and and um, attack Harvest your systems, credit take numbers. credit cards from your customers. You'd never know the difference. And all of a sudden your uh, customer's cars start getting compromised, but they never get traced back to you. I mean, it's, it's almost like a, I don't, it's not the, the word is not victimless crime, but there's no way to trace back where your car got compromised. Like sure. I told you the other, I think it was a couple episodes back. I was talking about how several people in my family uh, had their cards compromised recently. And it was weird that it happened all at the same time, which made me suspect that it was a larger company or something that we all frequent. Frequent, But there's no way to know. I mean, there is no way to tell what it was unless maybe you got bank statements and you 
you know, weighed all the things together and found common ground. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of noise in there, though. And you, I mean, everybody uses their bank card and swipes it all over the place. Yep. And I think, too, I have seen, and I'm not going to name the name, but I, I know of at least one enterprise firewall solution that out of the box is set up to pretty much allow everything. And I think a lot of people, you know, get these devices and put them in, think I've got a firewall and this is going to protect me. But, you know, it's just, it's set up to be easy and cybersecurity isn't necessarily easy, isn't necessarily easy. So a lot of people don't want to deal with it. You know, if you buy, if you're a consumer, you buy a router from Walmart and you put it in and I've got a firewall. I don't, I don't need to do anything, but you know, we're not teaching people how to set them up effectively. And and the other things, a firewall is, is not the sole thing that's going to protect you from getting compromised. Exactly. You have to have, you know, a good security posture and you have to you have to understand the actual threats and, you know, where you're going to get compromised. You could have the best firewall in the world, but if you're on Facebook answering these, you know, stupid forward things about, well, you know, tell me your favorite dog, um, <laughs> you're giving that information out and you have to yep. put the pieces of the puzzle together. And, and there's not... I- there's I not remember, good training on that. I remember those surveys and everyone was taking those surveys that they would get forwarded as like, oh, this this uh take this survey and it will show you your your most close Disney character or whatever it was. Yeah. It was all these questions. It was basically saying, What's your mother's maiden name? What's yeah. your social security number? What and car did you take your driving? What test was your in? first car? Yeah. What city were you born in? You know, it's like do you, are these not familiar? Do, no. do people not realize that these questions? And I guess not. I mean, because that was happening for a while. I don't, and of course, I'm not on Facebook anymore. So unfortunately, I'm not in tune with the latest Facebook scam. But I know they're always changing and they're always new and they're always improved. And Facebook is is the, a big attack vector because everybody wants to share everything before they read it. So, um, you know, people just believe this and people forward it off and they think they're having fun clicking and answering these. But you know, they're not. Um, I can't remember the film several years ago. I think it's Now You See Me. Uh, a bunch of like magicians and, and crooks, I guess. But they they end up on a stage and they have this target up there and they do this thing. And then they're like, you know, everybody in the audience gets this money. And he's trying to figure out how they got into his bank. And then it goes back. They're on the plane and they're just, you know, social engineering is what we call it. But they're they're asking him his questions. And, you know, I bet I can read your mind. Yep. And your yep. first dog was, you know, Jill. And he's like, no, my first dog was Fluffy. So <laughs> it's, you know, social engineering is a big one, too, that you have to watch one. out That's for. That's a good one. Yeah, it was a really cool film, um, uh, but it showed that problem. Our evil, by the way, this supposed uh, Russian hacker um, gang or whatever they're calling it, which, like I said, there's no way to verify that that's actually who they are. It's very likely they're not. Um, and they are on the dark web, which is also another slang term that likes to be thrown around. Ooh, scary. Uh, the dark web, ooh. Um, and, and apparently the, the, uh, one of the people who speaks for them, whose handle is unknown, which who knows if they actually speak for them, whatever, that's all beside the point. Uh, they're threatening to auction off sensitive data stolen from, uh, these victims. So it's very likely that the ransomware attack was not just shutting down critical business equipment. It's very likely that this, this, uh, hacker group stole sensitive information and was probably threatening, say, hey, if you don't pay us, not only are you going to lose this data, but we're going to share all this sensitive information. We're going to auction it off on the web or on the dark web. And that probably felt a little bit more personal. You know, that felt a little bit more dangerous to them. Which, yeah. you know, I, who knows what you would do in that situation? If someone said, hey, give me $1,000 or I'm going to share every personal secret that you have to 
all of your friends and family. And I, I had a friend that um, had, they called me about a, a, a message that they received. And basically this unknown actor was telling them, you know, I have, um, I have accessed your webcam and I've seen the things that you've, you know, done in yeah. front of it and looked at it. And they were scared. And I'm like, first off, know what I have done in front of thine webcam. Yep. Um, but two, this is just a scare tactic. But but they're, you know, if I don't pay them, they're going to send all these images. You know, they're going to send the images they took and the videos. And I don't know what I was doing. I'm like, but it's it's not real. I mean, even if you were, like, it's just, it's not real. It's a lot a of those are a scam. And you a grand majority of it. them. Yeah, but that's the thing is people have a very perverted understanding of how these attacks actually work and what hackers can actually do easily. Yes, it's totally possible for a hacker to take over your webcam, but why would a super elite hacker organization target some random person in their home, break into their network, put malware on their computer that somehow is not detected by whatever antivirus you run or Windows Defender itself, I mean, the tools that are going to access webcams, they're, they're likely very easy to detect. You, it's, it's very difficult to get around modern antivirus. If you have a, and webcams yeah. light up when they're on, oh, too. Yeah. I mean, you would yeah. notice that. I, I have a couple of cameras in my house, and I've had a few people be like, why, why do you have cameras in the house? Well, when I'm not home, I like to check on it. Yep. And well, what, if, what if somebody's watching it in China? Well, China gets a show. When I'm home, when I get out of the shower, you know, I mean, I, I'm comfortable. I don't do anything in front of yeah. my webcams that I would ever, you know, be ashamed that now, somebody would put on the internet. Maybe but if different China if wants you to have, look at me naked, yeah. then there you go. That may be different if you have, you know, children that you're worried about or, you know, that that changes things a little bit. But you people have to do their due diligence. You know, it, I, I'm eventually going to have cameras when my house is finished. I'm going to have cameras in there. I'm not going to put them in every room, but I will have some rooms under surveillance just because, you know, I, if someone breaks in or someone something happens, I want to see the either the cause or I want to see it happen in real time so I can react to it. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to do it safely. You know, you cannot buy cameras off of Amazon and, you know, the cheapest one you can find and set it up and then go online and say, how do I access this remotely? Oh, all I have to do is put it in the DMZ for my router. And, and Convenience is yeah, the problem. We want is. fast, we want convenient, and convenient and fast is not secure. Now, there are some solutions out there that, that do work really well and they're fairly secure and they're fairly easy to do. You know, um, WiseCam is the one that I have right now in my apartment they're fairly easy to set up and they're fairly secure. Now you do have to understand they, they do call back to wise, the company's servers there. A lot of that data is stored on those servers. So if you're uncomfortable with that, you don't want one of those solutions, but, but you will have to work harder to get a local thing sure, going. But they do have two factor authentication, which we have talked about multiple That's times. Extremely and I tell people on, on in my personal life, use two factor and wise has two factor, get it, get a camera system that at least has two factor so that you know who's logging into it. You know, I, I've been dealing with an issue at my job where I've been locked out of one of my um, um, work accounts uh, several times. I mean, like I'm talking like 10 or 12 times in a single day. Um, and, you know, if that's somebody trying to get into my account, if they ever guess my password, they're not going to guess my two-factor authentication method. And they're, and, and they're not going to get me to press, yes, it's me, when it's not actually me. Right. Uh, logging on. That's that's a barrier that they cannot overcome. 
Now they can't overcome it if if they call. You know, I've heard of people uh, stealing someone's Gmail account because they call, they contact their phone number and say, "Hey, this is so and so with Google. We're trying to secure your account. Can you confirm your identity by telling us the code that pops up on your phone?" And at that point, yeah, you're compromised if you fall for that. But you have to understand, no one is ever going to ask you for that. No one is ever going to ask you to, to verify it's you by you saying a code that gets texted to you. No one's ever going to say, hey, you're about to get a notification, say that it's me, you know, click yes, it's me to verify. That's not going to happen. Right. Those controls are there for your safety, not for somebody else to verify who you are. Right. Companies understand that they cannot do that because if they do, they are opening everybody up for a, well, I wonder if this is actually legit. And companies have for years always said, no, no one is going to call you. No one is going to contact you by uh, phone and say, hey, you're hacked or whatever. That doesn't happen. No one's going to ask you for these numbers. And I think most apps actually say, hey, don't share this with anybody. Right. And that, that they're trying to warn people. Yet it still happens. I mean, it, it's just, you know, in the whole reality of this, there, there's this. two things to realize. If you're a business or you're a home, it doesn't matter what you have on your computer. There is something valuable, whether you think there is or not. And somebody is always wanting to get it. Lastly, if you're... If you're going to have a computer, you have to understand, you have to take a little bit of initiative to understand, you know, the scams. And it's sad, but it's a very profitable business. I mean, I, I, you know, no joke. I could quit my full-time job and my part-time jobs and, you know, get rid of this, this studio and I could go and start making phone calls and scamming people because I know how vulnerable people are. And yep. it would, it's a very high paying job to be a hacker or a scammer or whatever you want to call it. And it, and because it's so profitable, it's why it continues to work. And thankfully, a lot of the a lot of our listeners I know have either heard us talk about this and are more knowledgeable on it now, or they are knowledgeable on it just because you know they're of of the younger age. A lot of the young people today they understand these things, and they almost it just becomes a meme. You know, oh yeah, I'm I'm I, <laughs> we've been trying to contact you about your about your current car insurance account or whatever your car's extended warranty. That meme I saw that like someone's on a deserted island and a message in a bottle floats up and the message says, we've been trying to contact you about your uh, car's uh, extended warranty. (laughs) Here's here's what I tell people when you get those calls. First off, I tell everybody you shouldn't answer because first that lets them know that is a valid number. If it's an auto dialer and, and you answer, then that does confirm that you're a valid number. However, I've gotten enough calls that I know that they know that I have a valid number. So what I also like to do, if you don't want to just ignore them, answer the phone, play the games, and have fun with them. Yeah, waste their time. Keep them on the phone. And I've had so many fun, exciting, and sometimes vulgar phone calls. Not me, but them, because they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll you would be surprised what they would say because they know they're going to get they're not going to get caught. Um, it is a joy that I have to take these calls and, and I like to play the game with them and they'll call and be like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, this is from the IRS and, you know, I need you to verify who you are. We're sending the police. Well, if you're the IRS, you know, my social, you know, I mean, just little things like that, that people, mm-hmm. you know, skip up and forget. But I, I love playing that game because the, the 20 minutes I spend on the phone is 20 minutes. They're not, you know, scamming my grandmother or and you they know, pay your, by the minute, your grandmother. So and they pay for the calls. Them, yeah, they're costing them money. It may be a minuscule amount considering what they make, but still. And I, I'll finish my thought from the whole young people thing. Um, they, uh, it's it's our job as a younger generation and those who know to watch out for the older generations who don't. Just like when we get old, 
there's going to be some new thing that we don't understand. And it's up to the younger generation to train us how not to hurt ourselves or how not to be scammed using those items. So if you have grandparents or parents that um, you're, you might think the fall for one of these things, you need to educate them. It really only takes, Hey, no one is going to do this. No one's going to ask you to pay with um, gift cards. You know, don't, don't do this. This is, Hey, this makes sense. And unless they're having a mental issue, it usually clicks pretty quickly because there is a standard. No, no, the IRS is not going to call you and ask you to pay a debt in um, Starbucks gift cards. Yeah, it's Walmart. not going to happen. Go to Walmart and get a gift card. That but you'll be, a be clue. so surprised about how many people fall for that because no one has ever told them that it does not happen. That's very sad, but it's it's true. So, and, and especially today, we have so many cyber attacks constantly going on today from state actors, from these private hackers that are apparently in Russia. Who knows actually where they are? Um, but this is all happening constantly. And it's, it's ramping up. It's getting to the point of almost full-scale war, but in the cyberspace instead of on land and in, in the air. Um, I people joke about the word cyber warfare, but it absolutely is. It's not just stealing credit card numbers and your social, but, you know, w- cyber wars have been fought. The Ukrainian power grid was shut down. A pipeline in the U.S. was shut down. Beef production. I mean, that is cyber warfare, and it yep. is real, and it's happening every day. And I think when people hear these big stories of, of these big companies, well, well, nobody's going to mess with my computer at home. If you have a computer, if you have a cell phone, you have a value attached to you. And I, I did a, I teach a cybersecurity class for, well, I haven't in a long time because of COVID, but one of the slides I show is the actual cost of information on the dark web. And it shows, for example, a single medical record on you, somebody would pay 50 bucks for, um, Things like your login to emails and stuff, a dollar. A credit, a working credit card number is about a dollar to three dollars. So when you think about that, just your single credit card number the inter, in the on the black web, dark web, um, somebody may only buy for two or three dollars, but they're they're stealing these things in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands. So yep. they're selling really high, and they even have premium options. I mean, I, I remember some of my. I had ventured on, on the dark web a little bit when I was a kid just to see what, what was there. And I found a website where it was like, you know, hey, if you want a regular credit card with like a limit of $10,000 or less, it's only a couple bucks. But we can also sell you a unlimited, you know, Chase Black, you know, premium executive card for, for, uh, uh, for $3,000 if you want that card, you know. And, and obviously, they can scam you and not, not give you the actual sure. information, but maybe they do. It's totally available. I mean, they're selling this stuff somewhere. It is. And, you know, why Why is a medical record? We could talk for, for hours, but every point is every bit of information that you have, whether it's on your computer or it's on a doctor's office, is valuable. So everybody's a target. Um, so, so protect it. Learn to protect it. Uh, there's plenty of resources. There's podcasts just dedicated to, yeah, yeah. you know, security. It, it's You have to do that. Due some days it's our podcast that's dedicated yeah. to all these things, yeah, perhaps days. today as well. But... but you're, it's a whole lot cheaper, I promise you, to spend the time and effort to look at cybersecurity beforehand. Because if you have to take off work, if you have to go to the bank and you have to go through statements and you have to figure out why you have no savings, that costs a whole lot more than just putting in some effort to learn you know, how to protect yourself. And it costs a lot of stress, too, that yeah. a lot of people really don't need to deal with. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, I, I don't normally like throwing out brands 
uh, because we're not, you know, promoting or sponsoring anybody on the show unless they Silence like us. Um, but look at virtual credit cards. One of the biggest thing is uh, is skimming, and you stick your your. We talked about that earlier. You stick your your debit card into everything that has a debit card hole. You buy gas with it. You you know you swipe at a restaurant. Um, and then you go online and you put it online. If you put your credit card on online, well, it's online. I mean, it's, you know, re- yes, you, you may have bought a hat from Amazon, but that is stored somewhere on a server. Um, but there's a company called Privacy and the website is privacy.com and it's a virtual credit card system. So you can, um, you can set it up per bill. So if you've got companies that bill you or you need to buy something online, it will assign like an individual credit card number to that. And you can set limits. And then it hooks to the to the first merchant that 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 purchases on it. So you know my electric bill has its own card. Um, I've got a card for pretty much anybody that that I pay for online has an individual card number. It has a limit. If somebody steals that, and I, I would read one of those numbers off on the air because you can only it only yep. allows that first merchant yep. to to charge to it. It takes a lot of work. I've got you know sixty cards in there, but it is it's it's not going to be compromised. I don't have to worry. I don't stick my my card in a, in a gas thing, you know, I pay with the little tap it here with the Apple. Um, I've got a, there's another one called, um, cash, cash app. They will send you a physical virtual card. If you're going to stick can a put card money on that account. Yeah. And if you have a budget every, every month, you throw that in there. And I do it per time. I mean, if I go to the, I keep, I keep like a five or $10 balance just in case somebody does get it, they can get five bucks. But <laughs> if I, if I pull into a gas station, I whip up my phone, I open the cash app and I say, add $25. I get out, stick my cash card in. If it gets skimmed, I've already bought the $25 worth of gas. They're going to get nothing. So yep. I, don't, I don't keep a balance on it. I don't stick my card into random card readers for that reason. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it being compromised. There's a lot of options out there. Privacy, like Chris said, is a really good one. He actually got me in on it. And um, it's, you said it was a lot of work, but at the same time, I'm the person that has to pull out their card every single time I want to add it to some website. I don't know my card number by heart. So generating a new card instantaneously is not any more effort for me. And that's what I've been doing as sure. I get more merchants. Um, and, you know, and it works for Amazon too, I guess, right? Yeah, so you, can there's, you can do it for Amazon. Do it, an there's Amazon an budget. app and there's web-based. Sounds so. great for budgeting too. If you have a limit every month and you don't want to spend over that, well, there you go. You can't. Yeah, you can tell it a max per year, max per transition uh, or tr- for a transaction. And if you go over that, it will only charge it. A lot of things you could do. And there's other companies out there, pri- but there's no cost. This is what fascinates yeah. me. There's no cost to it other than your time involved. Yeah, they make they make money out of just having the traffic. That's just yeah, how those transaction fees. Yeah, so, but those are just some examples of little things that you can do to kind of you know take your your footprint uh, and make it smaller so that you don't end up at the bank trying to say, hey, why do I why is my savings gone? I really wish there was a version of privacy, but it was physical cards because I would love a service that say, okay, you know, we're only going to allow food on this card, or we're only going to allow. Um, gas on this card. That would help me with budgeting because I could just say, okay, here's all this stuff and I have my gas card, my food card, and my uh, shopping card. And I'm only going to be able to spend within that budget. You know, obviously you can also just, you know, be responsible and do it right. But (laughs) I struggle with that sometimes too. Uh, But yeah, so... Anyway, well, what did you bring today, Chris? I know I've, we've been talking about all my lovely stories. I feel like we went over them early on. Yeah, really? Yeah, I, I knew you had some pretty deep topics, so I, I I brought my little things. I'm just, I'm, I'm upset about Pat Sajak's dog. 
Uh, it's just it's, oh yeah, that, heart was, that was it. This in the morning or in the morning in the beginning of the show. Yeah. So okay, I knew I, I knew you had some good things. So, um, T, why don't we take a break and then we'll come back with Chloe? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Perhaps um, we can lighten the mood a little bit. You are listening to Still Love You, Bro, with Chris and Jess, and we're back here with Chloe and Eric is also in the studio. Chloe, Eric, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. Doing just fine. Chloe? Are you so ready for this pop culture news today? Yes. Sounds like you're excited. So, yes, I'm ready now. So, we will be getting a couple stories today, and then we're going to play a new game. So, a I'm really excited about that. Game? Ding, a ding, new ding, game? Ding, 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 ding. A new game. All right. So, I'm excited. I am, too. I'm really excited. I think you guys will like the new game. Um, and it may, maybe it'll make Chris not feel like he doesn't know anything about pop culture. I know something you're going to talk about because I saw something coming to my news feed about um, Meghan or um, Prince Harry or something. That's yeah, the first I saw story that too. we're talking about. I saw that and I so, said, Chloe's going to see this. Yes. So uh, Meghan and Harry had their second child a few days ago and their, ch- their daughter's name is Lilibet Diana Mountbatten Windsor. Oh, wow. You did a much better job of pronouncing that when I tried to tell uh, mom about that. Really? (laughs) Butchered it. So a lot of people are questioning. They're going to call her Lily for sure, but a lot of people are questioning the name Lilibet. And the reason that that is her name is because that is the nickname of the queen by her husband. Lilibet? Yeah. Lilibet. Oh, no, sorry. Not by her husband. I will retract that. It was not her husband. It was her father. That's what her father called her. Eric's nodding. Did did you know this already? I I love the show The Crown and I love everything about them. So, yes. I did. I have a feeling that people can call her Little Bit if they're wanting to (laughs) butcher her name a little bit. She struggled pronouncing her, her name Elizabeth when she was really young. So when she was like a baby. And so he would just call her Lilibet because it was easier for her Aww. to pronounce. So that is what they named, uh, did the first name. And then obviously the middle name is Diana for Princess Diana, rest in peace. And then Mountbatten Windsor is the like uh, royal name yeah. that she has. That's a big name. Mountbatten Windsor. That is long. Oh yeah, Mountbatten. It's very... Um, Exo- not not exotic, but powerful. Mountbatten, Windsor. regal. Yeah, that's regal. It makes me think. Wow, these people know what they're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this back. person could be like in royalty of the king and queen of England with that kind of name. Yeah, seriously, that's really you what watch it reminds the me. Crown. Of. It's an incredible show. Really, just letting it's you know. really good. Yeah, it's I really love, really good. I love every season of it. So the other uh, revelation that came from this was that once. Um, unfortunate day that queen elizabeth does pass um when uh, prince charles becomes king then both uh harry's children will have titles um even though there's a lot of controversy that they would not and lilibet will be the only one i think she'll be one of the first royals that when she's old enough if she really wants to she would be a royal that could run for president because she is a u.s citizen is that not the coolest what? thing yeah wow yep. wow that's so cool yep. Could she be part of the royalty and like be the president at the same time? Or is that some sort of their rule? I mean, that? she is. I mean, when you're born into royalty, you're in it. So yeah. well, that I mean, changes really get a choice. everything. Like you can run the free world and England. Like this is like what they would do in medieval times where you would like, uh, you would have Mary a, a princess like a from one kingdom. Or... And, and wow. uh, yeah. 
just to make the kingdom stronger. So that's interesting. That was really interesting. Blessed be the fruit. Think, uh, it's I don't think that's their big plan or play, but uh, you know, you never know. A little bit, maybe our, uh, maybe our next president. I think it's a little bit early for her to be Madame like little that. Bit. It could Madame. be. It could be like you know, uh, like when King Tut was like twelve when he became like King Tut. I think there's an age limit on being president, though. Like, there you is. have to be, be at least a 35. Age. I think yeah. it's 35 is the yeah. rule. Yes. Dang it. Oh, well, good. We'll see. I could be president. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, there was barely. a story that Still Love You Bro pop culture section really covered heavily. And uh, we have an update on that story because I don't think we've updated our viewers on this. Oh, there's so many um, options for that. But we're going to be talking about, of course, Lady Gaga's dogs, because we have to talk about Lady Gaga's dogs, because when can't we? So, um, Eric, are you up to speed on this real quick? Oh, yes. Eric, do you know what happened? I I don't. I'm I'm waiting to hear what you're going to say to see if I am completely up to speed. But you know the situation about the dogs. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So just just in case our listeners haven't, you know, to refresh their memory, um, Lady Gaga's dogs a couple months ago were stolen and the dog walker was shot once in the shoulder. Um, and Lady Gaga offered a $500,000 reward for her dogs. The police have come out now and said that they do not believe that the dogs were targeted because they were Lady Gaga's. The dogs were targeted because of the resale value of the dogs because they are very expensive. Wow. Um, it was an 18 and 19, uh, excuse me, 18, 19 and 27 year old, um, that were the gang members that were identified to be the ones that took the dog. Um, and the, there was a four, a 40 year old parent and a 50 year old parent who were facing charges for accessory to attempted murder because Whoa. they knew that it was going to happen. Um, but then it gets kind of crazy because then, uh, the, a woman, um, came up to Lady Gaga and said that she found the dogs uh, tied up in an alley because they knew that they were going to get caught and she just saw them and knew that the story had happened and she returned them. But then they soon found out that uh, the woman was tied to one of the dudes that, I knew uh, that. that shot knew the it. guy. So, um, yeah. No reward money for her. That is no. they're all in jail now. And <laughs> Lady Gaga still has her five hundred thousand dollars and, and her dogs. dogs. And that lady thought she was gonna be slick. Like, come on. Are you kidding I me? I don't here's here's the thing I thought of. She told them the story that the dogs were left chained up in an alley, but I was like, but they would want to resell the dogs. That was the goal of the operation. So why right. It doesn't, the motive doesn't make sense. It would make sense if she was like, these were my neighbors and I've never seen these dogs before. And then, you know, I found them and I took them out of the backyard because I knew they were Lady Gaga's dogs. Like that would be a more convincing story than, oh yeah, they just left them in an alley. Like, well, then she'd have to find someone to frame that it was in their backyard I mean, other than maybe she could say, oh, yeah, I, my so-and-so I'm related to or the, is the one that stole it, and here you go. I mean... That is true. That would have been more believable to me than her yes. saying that they were tied up in an alley and then finding out that she's related to these folks. I mean, good good game. That's all I got to say. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. And the dog uh, walker guy is still okay. He had, um, you know, obviously a shot wound, but... I should, my goodness. Um, Does he still work for her? Is he still walking dogs? 
I don't know. The article that I read did not say. It just said that he is recovering well. I, I feel like that he will receive a good retirement from dog walking from yes. Lady Gaga. For Sounds that. like it. Yes. Considering he you know, tried to stop them and enough to where they decided, well, we're going to have to shoot this guy. He deserves the 500,000. I just think it's, I think I was, I don't, I can't remember what I said in the episode, but I'm kind of like, I guess glad that it wasn't a targeted thing against Lady Gaga. Cause I think that would scare me more. Yeah. Because I would like be like, Oh gosh, what celebrities next? You know? Yeah. No kidding. Things like that. Well, at least they found him. I mean, I'll be honest. I still find it strange. Cause you know, I remember when people would take the tires off of cars to resell them or open up a, you know, pop open a hood and steal the spark plugs and the, and the, and all the different parts that you get off of it and resell, drop the transmission or whatever on the side of the street if you're broken down and cut off catalytic converters. Yeah. yeah. And now they're going after dogs. <laughs> people will, st- if it's not chained down, they will take it. Yep. Yep. I know a local restaurant who had two of their outdoor dining tables taken what in the world like, wow how much are you going to get for those couple hundred bucks and you're- Not, if you don't have outdoor furniture then you keep it <laughs> that's why i'm so worried about babs yes uh, we have i will i will we'll tell say you about babs in a little bit babs oh <laughs> sounds interesting i will say that there have been several times when my stepdad um would walk out of buffalo wild wings with salt and pepper shakers and menus and things like that so <laughs> i, I <laughs> There have been times oh. where things have been taken, but um, yeah. I'm, I'm just Eric say, is about to say something that I don't think you should I'm say. I'm not going to say it, but I, I'm not going to say what you think I say. I'm going to say, but I'm just going to say I know someone that has it way worse than that. Just compulsiveness. Even gets, even gets accomplices, family members to like get in on it oh, and wow. use purses and uh what say. value are you going to get out of this guy? I don't, I don't that know. has my, been my question the whole time. <laughs> well, I will say my grandma, I didn't think about this till you said that. My grandma, so in there, in my grandparents' bathroom, they have this big wicker basket filled with menus, like restaurant <laughs> menus, because they get a menu from like an important place. And the, I thought they were just menus from like closed restaurants. And the only reason I found out was because when we did, um, for my undergrad, we did our graduation, like lunch, dinner with our families. My grandma tried to shove the menu into her purse, <laughs> but it was too tall for her to get it in there. So she's like, it's an important like, event. Oh, we need to put it in the bathroom. Dang it. Oh, and I was, like, I was so confused because I was like the bathroom. I thought those were all from like closed down restaurants. She's like, well, yeah, because they're all so old. But like I have the one from like all these. <laughs> they weren't closed when I took them. <laughs> yeah. I always joke when I'm in a restaurant, especially this one that I'm, I'm friendly with, uh, and they come and they take the menus and I always hold it. And I'll be like, no, I'm going to take that home with me. But I'm kidding. But wow, go grandma. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to try to take one from, from Peking or something to see what they do. It's like, yeah, can I just, can I have this? I've been here all my life and I really just want one yeah. for my home. I'm going to frame it. <laughs> I'll frame um, yeah, it. No, no. They've had the well, same menus for a long time there, Peking. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I get the same menu I got when, you know, I was three years old. Yeah, you probably ordered off that menu when you were a exactly. wee time. Yep. We pro- you've probably touched every menu that they have. Probably. At this point. Probably. I think most of the population of Lebanon has. Yeah. Um, so. Most but that, likely. That just tells Except you how for good on Mondays. Of, how good of a restaurant it is. So. What else do you have, Chloe? Um, Today, the new Marvel show Loki premiered. Uh, did it first actually episode. premiere? Yes, it okay. did. Did you... so? I heard like my friend is obsessed with 
Marvel and things like that. And she's been waiting for this show. And I guess I didn't know this until I guess I think it was like yesterday. She said that they've put out all these different dates that supposedly Loki was going to premiere, but it didn't. And that was because he is the god of mischief. So, like, they kept on, like, putting out, like, all these different oh premiere my dates, gosh. but, like, yep. didn't actually <sighs> do it. How and clever. That was... That I thought was, that was really cool. Is that true? It, it's partially true. So, it's kind of an excuse, because I, I keep up with Marvel and Disney and stuff, and it was supposed to come out right after Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended, um, and I believe that ended in April. Yeah. And... Um, it did not, I think because they got behind in production due to COVID. And so they were still trying to finish things, Yeah, but they used that excuse. But what they changed and what they'd said for him being the God of mischief is that normally the Marvel shows have come out on Fridays each week. And so they posted a picture of Loki and it said, Wednesdays are the new Fridays. And so huh. that's when they changed the date to come out on Wednesdays instead. Wow. Which I personally like because then I don't have to wait. Like it sounds dumb because yes, you have to wait a full week, but like yeah, it doesn't feel like that when you don't have to wait all the way till Friday. Well, this being recorded on a Wednesday, I can definitely tell you that Wednesdays are not, in fact, the new Fridays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least for for us in the real world, anyway. But that's neat. What did you think of the show? Do you watched it? Yeah. So I really the first episode was really good uh setup it is a little bit slow but i mean that's the beginning of any show yeah um but something that um, i will so was the what what was the show that we really got addicted to um the one where it was an old movie wandavision yeah Yeah. it was a little bit slow at the beginning but i enjoyed it oh yeah so this one um just so that it's not a spoiler or anything but for our fans who do like um loki and marvel this is not um this is not the loki from the main timeline that we've seen this is the Loki that snuck off after the Avengers were trying to uh, get the all the Infinity Stones back. So this is a different timeline, Loki. Um, awesome. And so mm. it is not Loki is still. If you haven't watched Endgame, don't listen no. to this part. I'm sorry. If yes, you, you haven't, have, you probably need you have to. Ten at seconds this point. to tune away. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two one but loki in that show is kill and the movie is killed um and everybody was like oh he's he's looked like he's died before um but he definitely is dead that time like they confirm that he's actually dead so this is a different timeline loki it doesn't give anything away like marvel and disney already made this like a thing so like it's not anything that gives anything away but um i also forgot that owen wilson is in this show um because I saw him and I was like, who the heck is that? And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's Owen Wilson. <laughs> so I'm yeah. sure we'll be hearing, wow, wow, quite a bit during <laughs> during that time. Hey, I've got a little piece of um, pop culture news that came out this week. Shadow Ooh, and Bone, the season two, got confirmed that they're making season two that's of awesome, Shadow yeah. and Bone. Woohoo! So that's exciting for me, definitely. I think... I think the librarian at my school, my freshman year of high school, tried to get me to read those books. and mm. But I can't remember if that's the series or not. Well, so, I'm just, obsessed, so if you have any questions, don't worry. And if you <laughs> don't want to ask me, just tune into Grisha Cast. Yeah, <laughs> those, of, those of our listeners that don't know, Eric has another podcast. Um, or a, well, he's, he's a guest on our podcast, but right. he has his own called Grisha Cast, where him and his friend Terry discuss 
um, the the series. Um, Everything uh, about it. Right, yeah. What, what's the series again? It's the called full The Grisha. Name? Well, the world is called The Grishaverse. It's right. by There's Lee Bardugo. many different books, and they go through them, and they you know they like act out the scenes from them, and apparently it's really, really interesting. It's kind of what started the whole um, studio that we're in. Exactly, so it, yeah. Because, yeah, there was no other podcast about it. Chris always told me I need to start a podcast, and I was like, I don't have anything to do or talk about. And then I decided, oh, my God. Well, I've always wanted to podcast about it, so we'll try. So anyways, yeah, that's now Bodie's multimedia studio where yeah. now we'll we'll just keep on Yay! having more and more podcasts. We have two in counting, right? We do, two <laughs> podcasts. So awesome. We'll All get right. a company. All right. Are you guys ready to play a game? Yeah. Oh yes. I think so. Chris yes. is what Chris okay. has been waiting for this whole time, I think. Yes. Chris, <laughs> Chris knows what it is because I texted him about it. because uh, I wanted to make sure that he wanted to do this today. So um, there is a trend on Twitter that is called um, explain a film uh, plot badly. And basically it gives very vague information about a film plot and you have to guess what film it is. Uh. And so I'm going to give you the descriptions that are on here for a film and you need have to guess what film it is. I thought you were going to say, you're going to give us a film and then we were that going to have to just, and that that's would, what I was thinking. I was like, that's going to be me all the time. That's me explaining everything. <laughs> I would love so, that. Actually. Be we'll do easy. that after Maybe this be next then, episode. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We get, well, you could actually just text us a film that you want us to try and we could all have to guess what the film is. Well, so. actually okay. I took the game you guys played last week and brought it and turned it Grishaverse style for my podcast. Ooh, like Grishaverse slang almost. Yeah. I took words from the Grishaverse that like were different languages and made my best friend um tell me what it meant nice so like i i kind of took an idea from you guys so well, thanks yeah anyway right, so, so anyway, let's get started are you ready for your first badly explained movie plot oh that, yes sure. by the way sorry for that ding ladies and gentlemen we're running off of my computer and apparently i have not muted motif- notifications chloe's still remote so you have to bear with us only this it's one okay. i think Mine this is the last off. episode um or at least nope, that she's next on week. next, next week last. okay next to last next week's right. our last remote episode yay okay great okay our first movie plot neglected sociopathic child tries to murder two homeless men Oh, 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 is Home it Home Alone? Alone? Uh, no, yeah, yes. he got it. It was Home Alone. <laughs> wow. I was trying to remember the name. <laughs> that <laughs> was good. Correct. That was not enough for me to go off of. That was a well, good we got yeah. it. I don't watch a lot of TV. This is going to be hard. Are they homeless men? I thought they were just career criminals or whatever. No, no but they just look homeless. They look homeless. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Girl gets roofied and is fine with it when she finds out that he's a solid 10. Um, this isn't. Oh like, my god! This isn't like it's the a, the Fifty Shades of Grey thing, is it? No, no that's what it sounds like. This is this is an older movie. It's animated. Uh, animated. Uh, oh, Who Framed yes. Roger Rabbit? What? There's a dragon in it. I feel like that's your answer to everything. <laughs> I've, I've, heard that, I've heard that answer. Alice in Wonderland. Times. That is incorrect. Oh, oh that makes I sense. didn't get yeah, it. Who's Rufied, the close? Rufy does that. She's asleep. Sleeping Beauty. Yes. Okay. Girl gets roofied and fine with it when she finds out he is a solid 10. Oh, it doesn't make... They're bad descriptions. <laughs> they're bad descriptions. I was going to yeah. say, I was like, I was wow, sitting there thinking... Wow, you missed the boat completely. <laughs> well, see, yeah. that's why I went with roofy because I was like, Alice in Wonderland, that has to do with drugs, kind of, in, bad, the, in this really oh, weird way. Man. I didn't think... And Sleeping Beauty is like my all-time favorite Disney movie, so... Wow. Oh. Okay. 
Glad whoa, I got that whoa. one. There's oh, the dogs. Sorry. I'm from, once again, I'm remote and I'm at my mother's house and my dogs probably see something in the backyard. So They're just cheering for us. It's yeah. just red and blue getting excited about the game we're playing. So exactly. uh, the next one, this one will be pretty easy to guess. It might be because I just watched this movie, but wealthy girl doesn't share her door with a poor drowning boy after he draws her naked. Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Yes. That, that is correct. That's funny. Doesn't share it's her door. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking. Yeah. That's, uh, funny. that's good. I didn't think about that. You said door, and it made me think Monsters Inc. immediately. And I was like, doors, there was enough doors. room on that door. It said it yeah. actually said floating door, but I thought that would give it away. That it would have. It would have yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah so but, okay, this uh, is a short one, but it's a good one. Four kids come out of the closet. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia is correct. Yes. Yes, we both got it. We just had different oh, we names. Said it different. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you say? I said Chronicles of Narnia, but okay, that's the I book that, series. I think yeah, the Lion, the Witch, and the, the, the Wardrobe is the movie. So, yeah. Cool. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is, is Chris, the book. we thought you were going to be more involved in this one. <laughs> I, I, you know yeah. what? If you don't know anything, you don't talk. <laughs> we'll do two more. All right. A train conductor kidnaps children and brings them to an isolated village. Oh, in that's the easy. That's easy. Polar Express. Good job. Yeah, that was easy. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, the <laughs> Jewish kid over here wasn't really good on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really I was thinking kind of about a disadvantage. it, but I couldn't remember the name of it. I was like, I think that's that movie. That was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. So. I heard a lot of people loved that movie. It's I, a good one. It's a really Because it's in a really weird animation thing, right? Like it's, it's animation, yeah. but it's, it's not. It's really realistic. That's why they say it makes it's, you kind of feel uncomfortable. I think it falls in, yeah, the Uncanny Valley the animation okay. does. It's okay. Like, it's really pretty, but the, the human characters definitely fall in the Uncanny Valley. Because Tom Hanks isn't it right yeah i, yeah, he's I remember every character i remember seeing an image of oh, him he's every character the, yes wow. he is the train that. conductor see that's how he is santa claus he is he is the homeless man on the top of the train what he, oh, i knew that I mean, like he's I literally that. i think he's every character but the kid okay like the kids but he's wow. every adult character okay okay we're actually gonna do i said two more but we're gonna do a couple more. yeah this is fun more. let's keep going okay a startup company learns the importance of a proper IT budget. Oh, Chris, you got this. Every yeah. company everywhere. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have this. A uh, movie? Oh, my gosh. IT budget? Startup company. Is it not something to do with micro, the Microsoft movie Wait, is or that whatever? a series? That is incorrect. It's a movie. What? It's Wait, a movie. Um, what is that? What did we watch on oh, Netflix? Oh, it's The Matrix. No, that's oh, incorrect. darn. Um, what is that? You're going to laugh when I tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm pulling nothing here. Any kind of hint? Jurassic like... Park. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely good. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see that. Drug addicted girl takes advantage of mentally challenged boy for three decades. Forrest Gump. Yes, that is correct. Ooh. Ooh, good one. That's good. A, ooh, that's that cuts deep right there. <laughs> that makes sense. That True. Makes a lot of I've sense. always felt bad for Forrest. Jenny yeah. really treated him. Yeah. She was man. horrible. Man. Okay, we're gonna do this. Is the last one. A young man forcibly binds other men and f- uh, photographs them for money. Forcibly it is not binds, in a sexual way. Forcibly binds. Binds. And takes uh, photographs of them for money. I'm st- okay. So wait a minute. 
photographs uh, like five shades of gray. I don't know. No, oh, I, I don't know this one. It's shades. not sexual. It's yeah. not sexual. It's, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, um, is it like scary? Is it that weird? Like, no, no, it's it not is not scary. scary. Okay. Gosh, this is, it is a superhero movie. Superhero movie that takes um, pictures. I'm out all oh, Spider Man. That is correct. Yeah, what? Got it. <laughs> you <laughs> know the original, the original Spider Man, where it, like Peter Parker With is Tobey Maguire is the is is a photographer, news photographer, and so he goes and beats the villains and wraps them up in web, and then he has to take pictures of what Spider Man does because oh, he's tracking Spider Man. Oh, I don't yeah. know that much about it. Yeah, Still. That, okay, got it. I, when good. I clicked, it clicked good. There you go. <laughs> good job. Okay. Well, that was fun. Well, that was my that was my last movie. That so. was great. I loved that. I yeah, that was that. that was really cool. Um, I, so maybe next episode I can we can do the text thing where we have you guys try to explain movies. Well, what, yeah. what to needs to happen them. is like you need to give us some, and then we need to give you some, and that way we can all you know you get to you get to play too. That way you're not just the judge. You guys need to do one social media wise. Like I mean, ask your fans like come up with a good one and be like, yeah, give do it. You guys to have one any of us. social? Yeah. Well, yeah. like, do you guys have like Facebook or Instagram or anything? Yeah. Okay, and say like message us well your it's answers. funny you we'll... ask that we actually no kidding <laughs> roll right in <laughs> perfect segue funny you should ask yeah so we actually do have social media um we have we uh it. we have a twitter don't we yes twitter yeah. facebook a, a website yeah so twitter you instagram we don't have an instagram no we're, we're too old for that we're one, not that hip yet <laughs> yeah, oh, instagram have... is that's where our biggest followers chris are. do we Chris, do we have a do we have a MySpace yet or what? I still have a MySpace. <laughs> is my an AOL account? Are you guys in a yes. chat room? Hit me up on my AOL screen name. <laughs> we also have our own uh, a chat server if you want to join our IP address. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Um, so yeah. But anyway, you're more than welcome to follow us on those social media. We're on every podcast platform. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And if you'd like to leave a rating, I think um, Apple Podcasts allows you to do that. Yes, um, we would appreciate that. You can leave and if a you'd like review. to leave, if you'd like to leave a badly explained plot, you know, go ahead and leave yeah. that too. And yeah. we can guess we'll it the guess next it. episode. That's a good one. That's a good one. We'll try to you guess should it. email that to you guys. Yeah, that's a good one. We're we're have to figure out a way to so we don't know the answer. So maybe just email Chloe. She has an email. It's Chloe, uh, common spelling at still love ya with a y a bro uh, dot com. Still just love ya bro dot com. Just to clarify, because some people think that other spellings are a common spelling. <laughs> it is C-H-L-O-E. There you go. Yeah. There I, it is. I just like making yeah. fun of the common spelling thing. I hear that all the time. So anyway, um, <laughs> this has been Still Love You, Bro. Uh, Chris, I appreciate your time. Eric, we appreciate your time. Thanks. Yes, and thank Chloe, you guys course, for being here. Our consultant, we, we appreciate you consulting us on the pop of the culture. I think I won, I by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Eric definitely did. did win. I think you had Sorry. more of the guesses. <laughs> I will wow. say for our listeners, please don't try to steal French Bulldogs, even if they're not celebrities. It's just not a good idea. No. It's just not good. Unless, unless you know you get a prize for it. Yeah, not I'll scratch that off my list. <laughs> Stick to stealing tires if you're going to do that. Speaking of socials, visit our website, stillloveyabro.com. Rate us, review us. Yeah, check us out. And we've got things on there as well. So... We appreciate your time, and we hope that everyone has a great rest, rest of their uh, coming week, I guess, as it's supposed to on the weekend. So, Yes. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one.